What's going on everybody? My name is Julian Cameron, the host of Straight Talk. Like this video, share this video, and let me know what you think in the comments. Abortion and vaccination. Let's talk about it. First off, um, on the last episode, we talked about the Equality Act. Right? It might be something that affects all of us at some point. So go ahead and give that episode a listen. All right, abortion and vaccination. That is a mouthful to say the least. Arguably two of the most controversial topics in our society. I could easily spend an entire season addressing either of these topics with all kinds of people. But that's what I won't be doing on today's episode, right? I'm not going to be getting into pro-life or pro-choice or pro-vax, anti-vax talking points. I will at some point, but not today. Right? What I will be doing is talking about the link between abortion and vaccination because there is some common ground between the two. And that's what I wanna focus on here today. So first let's talk about abortion. It's defined as the deliberate termination of a human pregnancy. Different states have different laws regarding abortion. Some states allow abortion even up to the point of birth. Um, now, something to, to mention is, you know, there is lots of controversy there, obviously, but, you know, many people believe that life is not really life until it comes out of the womb. Um, but I mean, if we take a look at some other instances, this real quick, quick um, of what, you know, we consider life and some different situations. But, you know, if, if we were to find a single cell organism on Mars, science will claim that we have found life on Mars, right? The same logic isn't applied to abortion laws. Uh, then there's the case of uh, double homicide, right? Where there's a federal law that recognizes children in the womb as an actual person, right? So if a pregnant woman is murdered, uh, the uh, person who committed the crime would actually be guilty of double homicide. So you see there's, the laws are not consistent as far as what we deem as life. There, there's not consistency across the board. But that's, that's, all far, that's as far as I'll go about that, right? Um, but what I do want to say is that much of the remains from aborted children are used in different areas of science and medicine. And so that's what brings us over to vaccination. And vaccines are defined as 
a product that stimulates a person's immune system to produce immunity to a specific disease, protecting the person from that disease. So, you know, flu shot, you know, yellow fever shot, uh, you name it, there's all kinds of vaccines out there uh, designed to protect us from disease, right? That's the, um, the definition of a vaccine. So what's the link between abortion and vaccination? Well, uh, obviously there are many ingredients in, in the vaccine or in each particular vaccine, but aborted fetal cells are also part of the ingredients within a vaccine, right? So cells derived from elective abortions have been used since the 1960s to manufacture many of the vaccines people have taken in the world today, right? You know, vaccines against rubella, chickenpox, hepatitis A, and shingles. Even the COVID-19 vaccines from Pfizer and Moderna, right? They contain uh, child cells, if you will, of the original aborted cells, right? They are the, the spawn, right? They've multiplied over time. And the actual ingredient for, uh, within the vaccines um, that we know as ab aborted um, cells from, from a, a fetus are called uh, MRC-TAC5. And the CDC has confirmed its usage in many vaccines. Um, here is what they had to say about this particular um, ingredient. The MRC-TAC5 cell line was developed in September of 1966 from lung tissue taken from a 14-week aborted um, fetus from a 27-year-old <clears throat> physically healthy woman. Okay, so there is that. That's the link, right? Vaccines contain the cells of aborted fetal tissues or the, um, the spawn of an aborted fetal tissue. Now, here's the dilemma that I want to pre present to you here today. Is it acceptable for somebody who was against abortion to support and or use a product that either contains actual cells from the remains of an aborted child or cells derived from the cells of an aborted child? In other words, this product contains the fruit of an abortion, something which God hates, right? So is there a moral dilemma for those who are against abortion and participate in the usage of vaccines? That's my question to you here today. 
Now, as I bring it in for a close here, something that's been taking place recently is there are actually different religious leaders saying that God is okay with vaccines and that even Jesus Christ himself would have taken it if he were here today. But would he have? Right, that's a pretty bold and dangerous claim to make, in my opinion. And I personally don't think Jesus would have taken a vaccine because Jesus is God. Jesus doesn't need help from, his, from creation. The Creator doesn't need help from creation. He brought back people from the dead. He himself came back from the dead. He is a walking vaccine, if you will. He is the healer, right? Leprosy, you name it, There's, he cured it all. So to claim that Jesus would have taken the vaccine is really a, a theological belief that if you're gonna say that, you better back that with some kind of scripture. Otherwise, I'd be a little bit slower to speak. So anyway, is it sin? Is it morally acceptable or not? That's a decision for you to make. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, but what I will do is tell you to make an informed decision. What you decide to do, that's your conviction. And it's between you and the Lord. I'll close with a verse from Romans 14, verse 21, which says, the faith which you have, have as your own conviction before God. So that's all I have to say about this for now. My name is Julian Cameron, and we'll be back next week for another episode of Straight Talk.